Welcome to Memocracy. If you've ever wanted to understand the power of memes on society, culture, and politics, you've come to the right place. I'm Carla, and I'm joined by my co-host, Abby. This week, we are talking about Civil War II Electric Boogaloo. The Boogaloo movement is complicated. It's a decentralized anarchist movement that was born from online forums. Demographically, this group is largely made up of white men, but they claim to be a diverse group representing the people who are fed up with American tyranny. This movement severely struggles with its public perception, as some of its members have gotten involved in the Black Lives Matter protests, while others are blatantly white supremacists. In order to properly grasp the Boogaloo movement, we decided to watch the movie that inspired the meme thus inspiring a far-right internet movement. And that movie is Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo, released in 1984. The plot of the movie is simple. Rich white girl Kelly is uninspired by her life of luxury, so she escapes by dancing at the community center, known as the Miracle Center, that serves the underprivileged children of the community. But the Miracle Center's in trouble, because another rich man wants to tear it down and build a shopping center. So Kelly and her friends Ozone and Turbo have a dance fundraiser to save the center. We watched the movie so that you don't have to. The following is clips from our watch through. Ooh, I don't know why people say this is a bad movie. I can't dance like this. <laughs> We're only a minute in though. Yeah, but already I'm amazed. Is this what the 80s were like? Can you ask your mom? <laughs> I'm not arguing with you kelly i'm telling you i don't like the life you're leading well it's my life dad it's my, my life, life dad. dad we're not even four minutes in we've already had the it's my life dad conversation everybody's so happy yeah they're really happy to be alive i wonder what that's like <laughs> stop <laughs> why is this one this one group is all dressed in the same outfits all the time I mean, it's better than whatever the hell Ozone's wearing. Oh my god, he has a tail hanging off the back of his head. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. And his waist. I've been saying every time I see him, he's got a tail. Yay, so they saved the place. The end. Yay. <laughs> the movie was not well received by critics, and so the term Electric Boogaloo became a phrase slash meme that people would attach to the title of any sequel in TV or film that mocks its poor production quality. And these jokes were happening as early as George Bush's re-election campaign. Some examples included George Bush 2, Electric Boogaloo. Some other examples include The New Testament Bible 2, Electric Boogaloo, and Pokemon 2, Electric Pikachu Boogaloo. But before the film, the term boogaloo also referred to a dance and musical genre. Its roots lie in the mambo, cha-cha, and pachanga, with a mix of doo-wop and soul. Ironically, the term has now been co-opted by militant movements that struggle with internal bouts of white supremacy. An open letter to the misinformation artists, journalists, news outlets, and anyone else who cares to listen. For months, you have painted a completely false picture of who we are as a group. As a group, we aren't even sure who we are. We are traditional anarchists, Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, men, women, straight, and gay. We are your sons and daughters. We are your brothers, your sisters, your children, and parents. Are there racists among our numbers? Undoubtedly. 
However, we call them out at every turn. We disavow them and put as much distance between us as we can. Lessons you would do well to learn instead of voting them into office. Because we have demands, you demonize us for the few among us that are garbage humans. While at the same time you allow those among your numbers to exist, unquestioned and unchallenged. When this nation was founded, it was done so under the guise of casting off the shackles of a tyrannical government. Almost immediately, it reforged those shackles and placed them on the newly deigned American citizens. In this YouTube clip by King's Guns and Gears Reviews, he basically equates the current situation of gun reform and taxes for social programs to what the United States was before the Revolutionary War. He talks about the tyrannical English government overtaxing and taking away guns, and he's kind of arguing that while the Boogaloos want a peaceful world, the US government has driven them to revolt. The Boogaloo movement feels very much like another iteration of mostly white male Americans feeling oppressed because they believe their rights are being taken away. Understanding the Boogaloo movement in modern times is hard because half of it is a joke and half of it is real threats of violence, sometimes motivated by anarchy, communism, freedom, and in other cases by white supremacy. Oh, and for some reason, they like to wear Hawaiian shirts. They go by many names, like the Big Igloo Boys and the Big Luau Boys, for example. In a statement posted on Facebook by the Big Igloo Boys in February 2020, they say, quote, As a group, we aren't even sure who we are, end quote. And honestly, it kind of makes sense that they have no central movement, because they are, at their core, anarchists who, by definition, do not recognize authority. And at the same time, they want their movement to take off. The confusing nature of their values, which is built upon layers and layers of inside jokes, means that it's hard to be sure what they're all about. From what we can tell, it's comprised of anarchists, libertarians, Second Amendment activists, anti-police activists, supporters of racial justice, and white supremacists. It's all over the place. The Boogaloo Boys are not the first of their kind. Posse Comitatus is a similar group formed in 1969. It is a loosely organized, far-right populist white Christian movement with members who share devotion to the Second Amendment, just like the Boogaloo Boys. So this sort of extremism is not a new phenomenon. Posse Comitatus was all about creating citizens' militias, as are the Boogaloos. And though citizens' rights and hatred for authority are at the core of both groups, Posse Comitatus members spread anti-government conspiracies and anti-Semitic rhetoric. But Posse Comitatus didn't have the social media to help guide their values like we do today. Ironic internet humor has steered much of the dialogue of the Boogaloo Boys. This makes their online commentary on Black Lives Matter protests seem insincere and shallow. Since late May, we have seen protests across the United States against police brutality and the unjust treatment of Black Americans in the wake of the police murder of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Tony McDade, Elijah McClain, and the countless others who are unnamed. In the early days of these Black Lives Matter protests, some cities saw rioting, looting, and violence against police. You may have also heard that there were people taking advantage of this who were not supporting the Black Lives Matter movement and were not there for racial reckoning, but instead were there to cause chaos. 
Some of those people were members of the Boogaloo movement, clad in Hawaiian shirts and big guns. When we first started looking into this group and we checked online, mostly in their Facebook groups, they make it very clear that they are against the police. However, we've not seen them center these conversations about police brutality around the Black lives lost due to systemic racism. And that's because their biggest concern is authority hindering their liberty. They are against government and any forms of tyrannical control. Instead of highlighting and acknowledging racial justice, they've used the most recent protest to say, hey, look at us, we hate cops too. The Southern Poverty Law Center stated on June 5th, 2020, that, quote, Over roughly the last month, at least seven men associated with the Boogaloo movement have been arrested for possession of weapons and plotting violent attacks. According to criminal complaint, they wanted to create chaos and confusing and a confusing scene for the upcoming protest in order to force the government to show its hand, end quote. And they go on to say that, quote, The Boogaloo Boys' effort to join the ongoing protests sparked by George Floyd's death read as nothing more than a political opportunism. It's also surprising, then, that the meme they draw on to define themselves has its origin in racist online culture. In the Facebook groups of Boogalooers, there seem to be members who understand that because it is a decentralized movement, there may be people who identify with the movement and are actively racist and uphold white supremacy, and that's wrong. But they believe that the actions of individual members don't represent all Boogaloo boys. They spend a lot of time criticizing how the media has portrayed them in a very simple way, not reporting on the nuance of their movement, but instead focusing on the bad people who have been arrested or are causing chaos. But the examples of the movement that we are seeing in the real world right now are racist and ultimately co-opting a movement that is not about them. Abby, is it important to be fair to the people of the Boogaloo movement who claim that the media misinterprets them without recognizing that it's hard to explain away the racist associations? Yeah, I mean, I think that all everything should be fairly represented by the media and that stories should be... Because you're a journalist. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that <laughs> stories should be like fully researched and like you should understand all like a journalist should understand all sides of the story before reporting on it and i think that is the case with this group as well do you think that they that journalists have missed some part of like the story honestly it's hard to say like this movement is just it's all over the place it there's people from like all walks of what well not really all walks of life mostly white men (laughs) yeah i mean it's mostly white men but like I feel like there's people who are on different sides of like specifically like the issues of race and Mm -hmm. it's hard you can't when discussing like a movement you can't report on every single person's beliefs so then the people that don't believe like the people who don't agree with what those who are getting reported on like through the um like those who are doing like chaotic things. acts yeah yeah bad things at the protest specifically they're doing bad things um the like the members of the boogaloo movement who don't agree with that are obviously going to be like the media doesn't understand us but like it's just so decentralized it's hard it's like we want to be fair to them as we are also reporting on them but 
Yeah. We also have to present all the facts. And like as we research, it's not as simple as it's just a couple of individuals. It's mm-hmm. it's a growing part of like your ideology, even though they don't really have any like sort of like clear standards. There's no there's no mission statement. Like we need we need them to like <laughs> kind of get it together but also like this is part of who they are is they are decentralized they're an anarchist group but it, I, I don't know it just I think it creates a lot, a lot of trouble in reporting on that a lot of the conversations that they have in their Facebook group are just like uh I hate the communists but then some people are like oh yeah. but we are the communists but then it's like no we're not but yes we are and then you know it's just it's back and forth and back and forth and don't believe in police but believing guns yeah give me a break (laughs) it's hard they don't even know what's going on ironic humor is not new it's a way that people cope with what's happening around them and memes are an easy way to spread bite-sized bits of information but it's impossible to explain the nuance surrounding anarchy communism etc within just a simple meme yet many take these images and spread them as gospel There has been a national reckoning in the past couple months due to the coronavirus and ongoing conflicts against white supremacy embedded in the fabric of our country, both exposing the cracks in our system. Listen to people, listen to their experiences and ideas. Take advantage of the knowledge we have at our disposal and use that to make an informed decision about what you stand for. That's all for today's episode of Memocracy. Be sure to donate to organizations that support Black Lives Matter movement. And for regular updates, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at meme underscore ocracy. Thank you so much for joining us and be sure to tune in again in two weeks for more. Audio clips were sampled from the YouTube videos Break Into Electric Boogaloo, King's Guns and Gears Review, and the Calgary Herald.